Hello, listeners, and welcome to Betting the Bars. I'm your host, Anthony, and joining me tonight are... I'm Jewel. Monica. And I'm Jordan. Today, we're going to look at a story about two people. We're going to look at Johnny, and we're going to look at Marissa. Both of them had pretty different lives, and they definitely went down very different routes. Why? Let's find out. Johnny is a 24-year-old college student who has the dream of becoming a doctor. He was driving home from Everett Community College dorms after hanging out with some friends. He gets into his car and throws his backpack into the backseat of the car. As he drives home, he turns his music up so loud and is slightly distracted. He's going 55 miles per hour in a 35. As he is driving, a police officer pulls out and stays behind him. The lights flash blue and red, yet there is no spot to pull over. Johnny keeps his blinker on, but it is about four blocks before he can safely pull over. The cop gets out of the car and taps on Johnny's window. Johnny is now very aware of the small Ziploc bag of cocaine in his backpack. Johnny rolls down his window and is asked the typical questions. Why he was going so fast, where he came from, And after the police officer evaluates Johnny, he comes to the assumption that Johnny is under the influence of something and asks if he could please step out of the vehicle and consent to a search. Johnny, unaware that you can say no, allows the officer to search his car. The officer reaches for the backpack in the back seat and almost immediately pulls out this bag with the white powder. Johnny is then arrested. Marissa is a 30-year-old woman who works at Fred Myers. She was in a bad car accident a few years back that caused her to be hospitalized. She was prescribed hydrocodone for her pain. She soon realized that she felt so good after she would take them, and she continued to complain of pain in hopes of the doctor refilling her medication. Eventually, the doctor discontinued prescribing her the medication, so she had to come up with an alternate plan to access these pills. She would message her local dealer twice a week to get the medication. At work, there was a surprise drug test for all workers. She went to the bathroom to take the urine sample and didn't even think about her addiction. About three days later, she was called into the manager's office. He had asked her about her medication that showed up in her urine as she had not noted that she was on any. He questioned her about why she was on hydrocodone. She explained how she was in an accident four years back. This drew lots of attention as this was obviously not doctor prescribed. She became very aggressive towards the manager, so he proceeded to call the police on her. When the police showed up, they searched her and found a bottle of pills on her that were not prescribed to her. She was taken to jail. Johnny was convicted of a felon because his previous record, as well as the amount he had on him, he must serve five years in prison. While in prison, he was able to finish his education, getting a bachelor's degree. He also went to treatment, he also went to treatment for cocaine use as well as alcohol abuse. In treatment, he learned valuable skills referring to relapse, prevention, as well as craving control. Johnny was let out five years later. In the past eight years, he has become very successful. After graduating college and prison, he became a construction worker. He makes enough money now to have a stable roof over him and his family's heads. He is now married to his wife, Ashley. They have two beautiful children, Emma and Peter. 
He comes home every day after work and feels so happy to be able to be where he is at in his life now. Looking back, he is happy he was pulled over that night. He believes that if it wasn't for that night, he would still be making the wrong life choices. When Marissa went to court, the prosecutor took pity on her, and after spending only a couple weeks in jail, she was released with a time-served sentence and a felony charge. After being released, she came to find out that she was fired after her boss had discovered drugs in her urine sample. With a new felony charge and only a GED, it became impossible for her to find a new job. Without any source of income, she was forced to file bankruptcy and sell her house. To top it off, none of her family was willing to take her in, thinking that she would bring drugs and trouble into their house. Marissa was forced to live on the streets and fend for herself. Because she was never offered treatment, she became even more addicted to various drugs and never finding the light at the end of the tunnel. As you can see, these people who are often forced to do treatment are most successful and will have a better life. If more people like Marissa had the opportunity like Johnny, we may see lower recidivism rates for drug charges in the future. Flash forward 10 years. Johnny is walking down the street, headed to brunch with his two kids and his wife. As they're walking down in downtown Seattle, they say a familiar looking woman going delusional on the street. Her name is Marissa, the same Marissa that we talked about earlier in the episode. Thanks everyone for listening in to the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. See you all next time for the next episode of Benny the Bars.